0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za I would just like to welcome everyone that's just tuned into Radio K Pulpit. It's Alana Willie for you with my program called Body Matters. And today I'm going to be chatting to Warren Elliot. Now, Warren is a praise and worship leader at DeBraun Church in Bridge, And I also know that he's been called for full-time ministry. So we are going to be chatting about his songs that he's released. And we're also going to touch on a book that is in the pipeline called Weapons of Mass Destruction. So Warren, welcome.
1: Hi, Elana. Thanks for having me.
0: It's so nice to have you in the studio and yeah, I'm just looking forward to the new book that you are going to be bringing out and yeah, I'm just touching on a bit of your life. So, would you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and yeah, and how you got saved?
1: Okay, well, um, to keep it in a nutshell, well, I actually grew up very poor um, without parents and life was kind of difficult. It was, uh, um, yeah, well, let's just keep it too difficult. But uh, so I went into the music career for a large part of my life, and I spent uh, many, many, many days touring throughout South Africa. Mm. Um, and this one day, um, I got a phone call from my wife. Uh, I'm really cutting it short now, no, so that's I got fine. a phone call, call from my wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm,
1: uh, I got a phone call from my wife, and she said, uh, "Can we take in a little boy? He's seven weeks old. Um, it he belongs to a uh, let's let's call it a, um, a escort." Okay. Uh, yes, um, and uh, yeah, well, we need we need to take this boy in for a while, and I said yes. Well, um, thinking it would be a month or two, mm. and uh, it ended up being eleven years.
0: Sure, that's a long time. Yeah,
1: so uh, he's he's eleven today, and uh, but 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 six months after we actually took him took him in, we got saved, and that's where our whole life changed. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what what brought you to that moment where you you got saved? was it a church invite was it a special event it
1: was a it was a church invite but prior to that i would say about i think probably just after we got this little boy something started changing in us it's mm-hmm. like the holy spirit i wasn't aware of any holy spirit that then mm. But it's, it's like something spoke to us and started calling us to a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to spend our mornings sitting on the, on the um, uh, outside in, 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 in the garden, um, drinking coffee and smoking. And uh, I remember this one day we just said, we, we need to quit smoking we, uh, for some reason. Yes. We just needed to quit smoking and quit drinking and everything. And, uh, and shortly afterwards, someone invited us to, to a church and that very it was an evening service and that very evening when they did the altar call i just put up my hand
0: mm. and your wife also. yes so you biased it it's yeah. actually quite precious
1: yeah, yeah. She, she 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 did it in silence she didn't put up her hand um i yeah for some reason mm. and afterwards they told us to go to the front and i couldn't i couldn't stand up wow i couldn't stand yes. up and fortunately there's this this one guy at the back he saw me put up my hand and he just said it'll be okay Get up he'll be okay and he took me to the front and it was prophetic words spoken of my life especially with writing songs and in in music the lady didn't know me from you know it was my first time there so sure. yeah you know.
0: and tell me you do have music background and before prior to what you're doing now in ministry yes
1: yes so i've been I've been on stages since I think the age of about 20. And that should be what, forty, twenty, twenty-six. 20, 26, I nearly said 46, 26 sure. years now. Yeah. And uh, so I've been, I've been all over. And, uh, but the, the, the best part of that was actually under, under the influence of alcohol. Okay. So I used to be on many stages all over the country, but been drinking a lot before the time now. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I think that was quite significant that she said writing songs when you said she actually knew nothing she, about nothing. you. And you just know that is Holy Spirit. Absolutely. You know, that was God. Yeah. Now, that is amazing. And, um, yeah, tell me, you um, you got saved. And you said after you got saved, things really got got hectic when you shared with me the last time yeah. I spoke to you. Do you want to just fill us in a little bit more about that? And, yeah, I think there's a testimony attached to yes. that whole story.
1: Yeah. Uh, from my side, I would say, I think it's a bit of an understatement, because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it just felt like, you know, in Afrikaans, you would say, you do the dolphin, do I think I did quite well in terms of finance, you know, I, I toured and I did a lot of shows and we had a, we had a business uh, that we ran from home, which did extremely well. And uh, after we got saved, um, things just started, I don't know, drying up. And my wife uh, was diagnosed with cancer um, that lasted for about a year and a half. She was prayed and prayed for and she got healed. Um, but during that year and a half or two years, it was really, um, I think it would it sound incorrect, but I would say it felt like hell. Yeah. It's like the enemy mm. told me, you made, you made a big mistake going mm. over to the other side. And uh, um, so... You know, I, I had, at, at one stage, I had to phone friends more than once, different guys asking them, you know, I don't have any food at home. Um, can you please help me? I'm, I don't know when I'll be able to pay you back. Mm. Um, at, at one stage, I, I drove a Mercedes, and uh, I didn't have any, any petrol in it. So I would start the car, and the car would say, I can drive 17 kilometers. And um, so I had to take the kids to school. And I thought, goodness, okay, my pastor said, I can pray for this car. <laughs> and uh, I prayed for the car. So. And you know what? I mm. took the kids to school. I thought, okay, I might be able to make it there. So I'll probably, mm. you know, go standing without without fuel on my yes. way back. So yeah. I won't em- humiliate them. Mm. I'll, I'll sort it out. And you know what? I took them to school. And as I drove back into my garage, the car was still on 17 kilometers. Wow. Yeah. Now
0: that, that's a miracle. That is a
1: miracle. <laughs> and it's an 11 kilometer trip, five and a half to the school and five and a half back and I drove in back into the garage after taking them and it still said 17 kilometers and uh, so there's a lot of stories like that mm. you know with kids and stuff um, but um, yeah so we went to this this phase where where everything just dried up and God gave me a word he said I had to rely solely on him and all my 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 let's let's call it worldly forms of income yes. would would be cut off and that's absolutely what happened and and um, yeah, so we rented this large house up in, and we we used to call it skilled built. um, and yeah, you know, obviously at this stage we couldn't pay anything. So we, my wife was sick. I had to, I had to sell the company that that she mainly ran from home, um, and uh, so like everything just dried up. We, we had to sell it for like you know, next to nothing just to get rid of it, and um, yeah, so. We at one stage, I got an email from from the owner of the house he lived in Canada, and he he's, you know it was a it was a eviction notice sure yeah and um yeah, long story short that you know there's there's such a testimony around that mm. whole eviction notice and uh but yeah we 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 can share that a bit later.
0: I think a lot of people can relate to you know going through the tough times and that you've been through. But you said God has been faithful to you after that period of going through such a a tough struggle. Is there anything that you could share with us that during that time that you know that God was with you, that he actually was providing for you? Um,
1: Absolutely. You know what? I tried my best um, for what I knew was I had to make money. I had to go out and work. I did shows at that stage. I went. I I, I arranged tours, uh, and I would calculate. You know, if I if I do this tour, I could earn so many so many uh, rands or mm. so much money. And um, so there's one time during this 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 I would say um, the the eviction period. Yes. So the eviction notice was 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 said to 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 um we we should have been out of this house the first of December. So I did a tour in November trying to stop this, trying to earn enough money to stop it. And I just couldn't Mm. because I had to send money back home for them, you know, to keep the the house running and uh, fuel costs and and to keep myself going. And um, some of the shows didn't pay me, some couldn't. And the very last show I did was in Uppington and um, they were supposed to pay me quite a large amount of money. Mm. And it ended. Up, ended up raining. out. the show couldn't happen because of rain. Sure. And it's it's something like it wasn't expecting that time of year. Yes. It's it's like unnatural. Yeah. For or it you to just rain. felt like everything was everything, coming against yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I ended up only going home with 900 bucks, just enough to get me home. But there was a there was a lesson learned there mm. that uh, that I think money can't buy, and that is that I spoke to this one friend of mine, and I didn't explain my whole situation. Um, and he said to me, you know, whenever he's in trouble or, or f- you know finds himself, uh, you know, f- fighting certain battles, mm. he he prays Psalm ninety one. Okay. And uh, I had nothing to lose. Mm. Um, I was this new, fresh Christian. I didn't know the Bible. Um, and well, okay, let's let's try this. Mm. So this was the last day of November. I didn't know. I didn't tell my wife about the eviction notice. So the, the sheriff could, you know, come up and, and chuck them yes. all out any time. Sure. It was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Um Yeah. Uh, yeah um, yes. What's the word?
0: Unresponsible. No. Irrespond- not Irresponsible. Ir- 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 that's the yeah, word. That's yes. The
1: word. And it was irresponsible of me, but I couldn't put that burden on her yes. because she was losing weight and she was sick Um with, with with cancer and um, yeah, so so I, that night at about twelve thirty, before the first of December, I decided, okay, I'm going to pray this psalm ninety one, and I prayed it. I don't know how many times. I uh, made sure that I understood every sentence, the mm. phrasing and everything. And uh, after about half an hour, I put my phone down. And I went to sleep, and three hours later, in my sleep three or four hours, I can't remember exactly, but three or four hours later while I was sleeping, I received an email from the owner of this house who lived in Canada. And he said he's given it some thought that he has decided to withdraw the eviction notice.
0: Oh, that's amazing. To
1: to write off mm. all the outstanding debt. And he said we could stay in the house until the end of that, um, that term, which was another three months.
0: Sure, that is amazing. And
1: that was all, you know, Just it's like God showed me it's not what you do.
0: Mm.
1: I told you to rely on me.
0: Mm. Surrender.
1: Surrender. Don't go out trying to do shows. Don't go out, you know, making your own money.
0: Mm.
1: And you know, sometimes you sit and you think, but God, if I pray to you, money's not going to fall out of the out of heaven. I need money to do this, but He has ways and means to to fix your issues, to fix your problems. And uh, like I, I, I like I told you the other day, I used to be a master manipulator, and so I would be able to tell this guy in a way that he would. But he was in Canada. Yes. I, I didn't, I didn't have his telephone number. Mm. Um, so this is purely the Holy Spirit that saved us there.
0: Now, I think it's amazing. Do you feel like that was your first encounter with God? Yes because sometimes you go you get saved but until you have an encounter with God when when there's that breakthrough that like god you are so real yeah. moment when your life actually changes yeah so that was a defining moment absolutely yeah now that that is absolutely amazing and you also said during that time after you know after after being saved that you um wrote a a, a, a song yes and I think you said the song is "You with Me." Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that song and just what the meaning was and and what inspired yes, you sure. to write it?
1: Yeah, it was. It was in this in this season, this dry season. Um, I was new to to Christianity, to to following Jesus. I wasn't actually following him. I was just mm-hmm. following my own ways, and and but but still, um, you know, going. He, he said he would. He would. This was before this this. Amazing miracle! Mm. Um, You know, I couldn't, I couldn't see him. Mm. I couldn't see him in my house. I couldn't see him in my
0: circumstances.
1: Circumstances. I couldn't see him in my finances. I couldn't see him anywhere. Um, I I probably felt him at church, but when I walked out, I'm Mm. back in the world. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm back in reality.
0: And I think a lot of people. Sorry to interrupt you, but a lot of people feel that way. So, and, yeah, that can no, relate. And, 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 so,
1: and so one day I was driving uh, and all of a sudden these three words were just dropped into my soul, into my heart, Your wherever spirit. it's <laughs> dropped into, into my spirit. It just dropped into my mind. And um, with, with, with the tune. Um, with the tune, with a tune, awesome. yeah. And um, I knew this was something that the Holy Spirit gave me because I, after I got saved, I told my wife I wasn't going to write music until I know it's from God.
0: No more circular music. No, no, I stopped yes. that. I stopped
1: that, and but I was going to write any music because I've written, I've written about three hundred songs for various artists, for myself included. And and so I told my wife I wasn't going to write any mm. songs until I know it's from God, Shall. and this I knew was from Him. Mm. And um, so I only got those three or four words and the melody, and uh, I recorded on my phone, um, and then I, I waited for the first available time just to worship and and just to worship until I feel His presence, mm. and then I started writing the song, and that's how the song was born. You with me? And it's it's basically about no matter what you go through. Uh, what desert you, you, you're you going through, you know, physical, emotional, or financial, whatever, um, He is always there with you.
0: Sure, that sounds so Holy Spirit, um, you know, inspired and led. So we're going to take a break, but we are going to play um, Warren Elliott's song, Here With Me, and we'll be back shortly. Hi, if you've just tuned into um, Radio K Pulpit, you're with Alana Fear, and it's Body Matters. And the song that you just heard, you With Me, was um, from Warren Elliott. And I'm chatting to Warren Elliott at the moment. And we are also going to touch on a book that's in the pipeline, something that Warren felt um, inspired to write. And he's still busy writing it, still in progress. So, Warren, um, I want to ask you, can you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start writing this book? And especially the topic of weapons of mass destruction.
1: Yeah. Um, hi, thanks, Alana. Um, yeah. Well, I think everything started about four years ago. Um, I was I was leading worship at church, and I came I came off the stage, and I was watching our, our senior pastor Gary as he was preaching. So he he looked at his notes, and then he would go on preaching for about 10, 15 minutes. And all of a sudden, something inside of me told me that you're going to be doing that. And I know that I have a, a, a short-term memory issue. I was in a huge car accident in mm-hmm. 1992. And I'm not sure if it causes memory loss or problems. But since then, my mm-hmm. short-term memory is, it's, I can remember way back when I was like four or five years old. I can remember that. But I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. Understand yeah. so, so if I if I had to prepare a sermon, I wouldn't I would have to read it to the people, <laughs> sure. and uh, so so I, I got mm. this feeling, and I just actually internally I laughed at it, mm. and uh, literally two or three months later, I started receiving revelation. The first time in my life, mm. God started opening up certain things to me. I, I started looking into things much deeper. It's like it's, it's, not a, it's not a magnification, it's like it's under a microscope. Mm. Um, yeah, and, 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 and what he started showing me was the strategies of the enemy. How um, the enemy uses certain things in our lives to keep us away from certain places. And uh, so that's how the book began.
0: And you've also mentioned that um, just going through the past that you've been through, you feel that also um, imparted something in this whole book that you wanted to write. That, yeah. that looking back at your childhood, you could also see certain ways in which the enemy tried to derail you.
1: Yes. So, yeah. So, so um, I, 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 I believe that you can't talk about a subject that you don't have no experience about.
0: That's very true.
1: And and so. The book is about certain weapons that the enemy uses against Mm. us. And these are weapons that I've found the enemy used in my own life. So I've I've got this friend. um, He's a pastor. He actually worked together at church. And uh, I told him about this book. And he said, you know what? I also, I had this feeling I I should start writing a book. He actually was looking at publishers the week prior to when I started talking to him. And uh, so I I started, you know, just sharing my revelation and, and so how it happened was that we noticed that all the attacks on my life and the background that I have mm. and all the attacks on his life. And he's, you know, his father's a pastor and, you know, he's, he's come from, he has a church upbringing since, yes. since baby. And I've got the exact opposite. And, and we realized that these attacks on our lives, these weapons used are exactly the same. Mm. And, uh, and we, we thought okay well let's let's talk about this mm. and and let's maybe write this book together and uh, we just started sharing our, our revelations and now we see things how we see these these weapons mm. and uh, we just uh, realized you know we, we need to do this together because we we're covering two worlds yes and um, I think everything in between the the, the enemy the, the, the weapons remain the same
0: tell me, can you share a little bit of some of the, the weapons that you feel, you know, that, you know, that you've experienced or some of the strategies of the enemy? Yeah. Um, you know, if you, you could elaborate yeah, a little bit on that for us.
1: One that I've uh, actually, uh, my first, my very first talk was, I'm Afrikaans, by the way, I think many people can hear that. But my very first talk was in New Zealand. So I was invited there after the Mighty Men album was released. I was um, invited there and I had to talk to the people. I, I, I think I did about 20 services there. Mm. And um, that was my first time ministering. I was used to oh. singing in front of people. And so I grew, the way I grew up, it was very difficult for me because I had low, very low self-esteem. So mm. I could sing in front of millions if I had the opportunity. But if I had to talk, yes. I would stutter or couldn't find the words. And uh, um but suddenly all of that changed due to this revelation. I couldn't forget anything that was planted mm-hmm. inside of me. So I ended up talking about anger in New Zealand. Mm. And this is the one of the main weapons that I, that I focus on in the book because I have so much experience in it. And I tried to, um, what's the word I'm looking now? Uh, for, for like?
0: Yeah, just to compare.
1: I compare it to a, to a nuclear bomb. There's, there's three things that makes a nuclear bomb powerful. It's the explosion, then it's shock waves mm-hmm. that you know, and yeah. then it's the radiation. And and having issues with anger and rage is pretty much the sh- the same. So you you explode mm-hmm. and you say stuff that actually kill, um, mm-hmm. steal and destroy. That's true. Yeah. And and then then the word gets out uh, like. In my, in my own house, um, my wife has told me that when I get enraged, I look demon-possessed. Mm. And that was after I got saved. So this thing is like, I see it as like a ball and chain. The enemy comes yes. and he he shackles you with this ball. And he just sits on his chair and he watches you destroy everything and everyone around you. Mm. As you walk around with this ball, it keeps you away from your purpose it like I said, it kills, steals, and destroys everything around you, and and um, the thing that actually kills the most um, people during a nuclear attack is not the explosion itself; it's the the um, radiation. Yes,
0: the, that the long term effect yes. that it has on someone exactly. else's life.
1: Yes, and and this is what anger has—a radiation that keeps on killing, mm. and people they 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 tiptoe around you they don't want to you know mm. offend you and 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 it 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 breaks so it steals so much from you mm. it steals joy it steals a peace it steals mm. um relationships love mm. um it, it's so much and that's what i'm trying to do with this book is yes. just to highlight the the importance and and how the enemy uses this bomb in your life if you battle with anger um mm. And and the, obviously the consequences of it, mm. because I, I I don't think prior to, to getting this revelation, I didn't actually think about the, the the consequences of my outbursts.
0: That's right. And I think it's such a big spiral effect. Like someone, that, that scripture that goes in the Bible, it just surfaces, surfaced now where he says, in your anger do not sin. Yeah. So the emotion of anger is not a sin, Yeah. but it's what you do with the your reaction, anger, yeah. the reaction or yeah. how you portray to other people. Yeah. And I think anger is probably only one aspect of how the enemy uses it. And mm. I think anger is also probably more deeply rooted into it bitterness yeah. and fear, resentment and fear, and mm. control, and all of that. And I'm sure that's something you probably also, you know, are going to yes. or expanding on, on those things. Um, someone once said to me, now just on the topic of anger, that anger is a result of a blocked goal.
1: Very possible.
0: Um, that's their definition, mm. and I thought it uh, it was actually quite powerful because you're angry because there's something you were supposed to mm. do. And there was a block. It's a, yeah. it's a frustration of mm-hmm. not being able to, um, you know, proceed in whatever you know you wanted to do.
1: What the Holy Spirit showed me, and I don't think everyone will understand this, is that anger is mostly rooted in in, in shame. It's it's and 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 shame and fear they work together. Yes. And so um, most. I tried. I actually started a group we called AMG, Anger Management with God, mm. and we tried to dig deep enough to find the, the root, the roots of the of anger of what actually triggered you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it was shame. Sure. Yeah. You know, so when someone says something that triggers shame in you, your reaction is anger. Mm. You immediately f- you defend yourself mm. and you put on this mask. And a lot of stuff, even in your house, in your at home. Uh, Your wife, your kids, whatever, as soon as they put you into a position where you may feel Feel
0: insignificant or
1: or shameful or whatever, and it might be so small, but it triggers that rage or Mm. that anger, and then it just escalates. It's like a snowball. It feeds Mm. on itself.
0: And I've also realised, and I know I'm just going a bit off track because I know you you're busy with the book. And just out of my experience, I I think if the enemy can get you to a point where he knows your weakness, that's the the, the area that he will kind of, yes. you know, nail you mm. on the most. The thing and, is, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, sorry, but since you say that, your weakness is actually your strength.
0: Yes, it is. It's your calling. <laughs> yeah. And your purpose, because he
1: tried, he, he tried to to get me to a place where I wouldn't say anything on a on a stage. He actually tried to keep me away from the stage. That's why I had to drink to do my mm. shows. I mm. couldn't do it sober. Mm. And and to to become a worship leader, it's it was difficult. So I I uh, at first I started just playing guitar, and maybe sing a song once a quarter. And yes. um and and as 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 I think. As my knowledge grew, mm-hmm. as, as the spirit, um, you know, as I became more planted, mm. and, and uh, it, it's like authority grew inside of me. Mm. And um, yeah, and, and more
0: and godly confidence yes. just to step out yeah. and to do what you had to do. Um, I'm very excited to to hear what the book is all about once it's done. And, you know, and I'm sure there's so many other areas that you can tap into, um, you know, weapons of mass destruction because I know the enemy has so many different strategies. He knows us. And, I mean, even from, I always believe from birth, the enemy's always trying to, you know, to destroy us. Mm. And sometimes it's words from people, yeah. other people. I mean, you know, like I, I shared with you just like one simple example of how the enemy can attack you. And I shared it with you the other day, that the fact that I didn't laugh for many years. Yeah. You know, um, when I was at school one day, someone said to me, we were on a field trip or whatever at school. And I was laughing with a couple of friends. And, they, and this guy was laughing, looking at me laughing. And I said to him, well, why are you laughing? And he said, I'm laughing at you because you've got an ugly laugh. Mm. And since then I never laughed, but I didn't know that. Mm. I mean, even in my adult life, I didn't realize I never laughed until someone actually mentioned, Alana, I've never heard you la- mm. laugh out loud. And I had to say, Holy Spirit, but why? Mm. And it went back to that point where he showed me this is what happened. And mm. I had to forgive that person. And once I felt I Forgiven that person There was such a release yeah. In the spirit And before I knew it I was actually laughing Without You know Paying attention right. So God is powerful And I mean He is there to set us free And deliver us He said I came to set the captive free yes. To yield the broken hearted mm. um, So yeah That's very powerful um, I wanted you to Chat a little bit about um, Your song Mighty Men I know you touched on it Now the Mighty mm-hmm. Men anthem And <clears> how that actually got you that was your your like open door to New Zealand and as you mentioned you you got to minister to so many people but tell us a little bit about the song itself and how you got to you know write the song
1: yeah I um I was invited uh what what I did was actually uh uh, um a well-known gospel singer his name is Gerald Goos he did a, a, um, a request on Facebook. He said, all the worship leaders, um, record a a song that you wrote, a worship song, and just post, post it, it. And, mm. and tag me on it. And uh, so I did that.
0: You took the challenge. And
1: I actually, I did the other song here with me.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, And um, it, it came out that he invited me to do the song along with him at Mighty Men.
0: Oh, that's wonderful! Yeah. Which which year was that?
1: That was twenty sixteen.
0: Twenty sixteen. Okay, yeah, so that's quite a long time ago. Yeah.
1: And uh, so uh, I started chatting to the organisers and everything, and uh, the following year I was invited to go to Uncle Angus's farm. And um, What a privilege! Yeah. And um, so I just realised, but there's no anthem. There's no like theme song mm. for. For Mighty Men. And yes. I think prior to that I wrote a theme song for some other company, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So the whole theme song thing was. Already fresh. birthed it, in yeah. your mind. And I just realized, but they don't have a theme song. Mm. And uh, so I asked the people, the organizers, um, would it be okay if I write something? And they said, Yes, well, right. We can only, you know, present it or we can mm. use it. You know, no one actually owns the term mighty men. Yes. It's it's a biblical term, so it's not copyrighted or anything. So and I, I just got led I actually four or five years prior to that I wrote a, a secular song okay. and um and, and it could be actually it could be before 2010 I wrote yeah it was before 20 I wrote a secular song um, um it, it would have been an anthem um you know the the old Vicky Sampson um that 1994 95 World Cup Song okay. um, So I wanted to write Something in that Similar Something yes. similar So I wrote it And But I never I never sold it Or gave it to anyone To mm. sing So I was stuck With this song And when I Thought of the anthem For Mighty Men I realised I still have this song mm. So I re- started Rewriting the words, Sure And that's where The song came from And as I was writing this It was a, quite a process A few weeks Um I was I was um I don't know for, for for a week, every day, I would suddenly hear this s- so, like a, a a a voice with so much authority. It's my yes. own voice, but it wasn't me speaking. Yes. And it would say to me, "I'm giving you, um, I keep forgetting that word. I'm giving you a mandate. Yes, I'm giving you a mandate every day. And the following week, I would hear, "I'm giving you a mandate. I'm giving you authority, and everything just came." all together so, so perfectly well because the song is all about mandates and authority and and just, you know, um, not fearing. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's...
0: And, and did you... You mentioned something about um, the scripture, um, Joshua 1, verse 9. Was that something that was also in the back of your head? Um, no,
1: not at all. Not at that not stage. At oh, okay. So after I wrote the song, it was done and uh, um, I actually started researching the word mandate after God said it to me yes. like uh, several days after each other. And um, and it, one of the scriptures that came up while searching the word mandate was this Joshua 1 verse this 9. nine. Sure. And as I read this passage, I realized this is actually the chorus that I wrote.
0: Wow. It's amazing. I don't. I've, is I've, that the one that says "Be brave and strong and courageous"? Because yes. I'm the Lord you know, your God will be with you wherever no, you go. I'm gonna.
1: I'm just gonna just quickly <laughs> check. If Sorry,
0: I, I want to quote my scripture here. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I want. I just want to check quickly if I have the lyrics here. I just want to. Yes. I just want to. This is read
0: bef- it. That would be great.
1: This is before I. As we stand here united under heaven's skies, and the fire of the Lord is burning in your eyes, we are bold, we have power, we can rise again, we are strong, we are courageous, we are mighty men.
0: Wow, yes, that ties so, in.
1: <laughs> yeah, so when I read the scripture, I thought, goodness, mm. once again, it's the, Holy, it's the Holy Spirit, yeah.
0: Now that is amazing, and we're going to be playing that song right now. So awesome. we're going to take a break, and we're going to be playing... Um, mighty men anthem so we'll speak to you shortly hi this is alana olifi and you've just tuned into body matters and i have just been chatting to warren elliott and you've just heard his song which is called mighty men anthem so i've got warren in the studio when we're just about to end off um, before we end, off, I actually wanted to ask you, Warren, if anyone would just like to get hold of you or chat or anything, are you? Do you have an email address or yes, anything? Yes. Would you share that with us? Please? Yeah, they
1: can contact me at info at warrenelliott dot com, and that's Warren W-A-R-R-E-N, Elliot is ellio dot com. Warren info at warrenelliott dot com. I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Okay. Yes
0: so you've got quite a few quite a few places that you can search for Warren Elliot, so Warren, just before we end off, I just want to ask you, is there anything on your heart that you just want to share with the listeners before we pray
1: yeah you know i've been in my life i've realized that um it's like my life has been this ride on a horse cart, and the cart is being pulled by ten horses. It might be twelve, it might only be eight. But let's let's say it's ten horses, and each of these horses represent a certain issue in mm. our lives. Like the one horse is represents fear or resembles fear. The other one, depression. The other one, um, lust, or um, you know the way you you, you, you um, what's the rent me as the cup? Yeah, the way you work with money. Yeah, so, are he, you he, yeah, so each one of these and and by by being obedient yeah. to God and his word and and the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit keeps on prompting us yes. if we if we you know go. Convict off, us, exactly. Of sin yes. And tries
0: to bring us back on track Absolutely.
1: again. Absolutely. So this this road is our life and we need to get to a destination. And the longer it takes uh, or the, the the more stubborn these horses are, the longer it takes to get to the n- mm. destination. So we need to, I think, uh, I've, I've, I've spoken to people and I told them that it's okay to be obedient. It's good to be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice, but you need to be consistently obedient. Mm. And that's what really takes this cart and just, you know, it it, it, it yeah. brings it into. um,
0: Yeah, it's like working out your salvation. Yeah you know where you have to if that's right what i'm saying
1: yeah, it, well, we we can't we can't work mm. on on our salvation um but we uh, how can i put this we can we can uh, uh, abide in in certain things i think you know there's a lot of stuff that goes on in our head and mm. what we allow inside our head determines how these horses run
0: yeah
1: what you listen to what you look at mm. um i usually i, I sing the song you can have it all lord and just before I sing it, I've got this short story. And if I, if I can just quickly yes, share course. it with you. I've got this short story. So say, say, for instance, someone comes to visit you and they knock on your door. You open. They say, okay, you know, you, you tell them have a seat in the, in the lounge and you go make you you go make them some coffee. And when you get back to the lounge, they're not there. And they're busy in your bathroom, scratching in your cupboards or in your bedroom, in your cupboards. Or they mm. actually open a fridge and takes a bite of your salami or whatever the case may be. Mm. You would feel offended mm-hmm. and, you know, what are you doing? This isn't how mm-hmm. you, you're you supposed to be waiting for me in the lounge. And in the same way, when we invite God into our hearts, mm-hmm. there are certain rooms or horses in the case that i explained, but there are mm-hmm. certain rooms in our hearts that we don't want God to go in
0: because
1: yeah. there's darkness. In the mm-hmm. one room, we swear at our wives. In the other room, we, we um, you know, we, we watch stuff on, on our. A, a laptop, it's so not supposed to. Yes. All that stuff. So we mm. need to let God in all those rooms mm. and bring light in every corner. And 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 I think the the, the horses is the same case. Yes. We need to get God in to control these horses. Yes. You know?
0: in every area that you're struggling, is almost to surrender that yes. to God to you know? allow Him to work in those areas in your life
1: yes you have such a good way with words
0: you should write (laughs) a book (laughs) thank you thanks so much I'll take that compliment um on that note Warren would you um, end off in prayer for us yes sure
1: yes Lord thank you for this opportunity to share what you have what you have given me Lord I pray that your spirit goes and and just sows the seed into every heart that has listened and uh Lord, I pray that you will water it and and make it into sweet fruit. Thank you for for your spirit, Lord. Thank you for the power that you invested in us. And yes, I praise you. Thank you for this opportunity to share. Thank you for Lana and Radio Pulpit, and bless everyone that is listening. Bless them with with obedience. Bless them with the power to be obedient. Bless them with the the grace and mercy and Yes, just with love, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, thank you so much, and Warren, I just want to say thank you so much for your time and just coming to share your heart, your background, what God is busy doing in your life and I know you 've got such a powerful testimony, and I know you 've got so much to give, and i i don 't doubt for a fact that God has called you for ministry and that he 's implanted so much in your life and there 's so much that you can give and sow into other people 's lives. so I just want to bless you and especially with this book i 'm really looking forward to that you know, you will complete it and it will be published. And hopefully maybe sometime we'll be able to get you back on radio again with the book and it's published and everything. So yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: And John, unfortunately that's the end of the program. So thank you for joining me on body matters. We'll meet again next Saturday at the same time and have a wonderful and blessed week from me, Alana Willie